All right, here we go. The Chattanooga Drive-In Show. A new concept in podcastination daily, done daily, here in the scenic city, the Dynamo of Dixie, mountains looking at each other, rock rising to a point. Chattanooga, Tennessee, and the surrounding area, the Tri-State area. Monday through Friday, it is a tightly wound, a tightly wrapped package of information and entertainment ready to blow up in your face by some sort of cartoon bomb when you open it up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Informative entertainment, entertaining information, We are out to completely replace traditional morning radio drive shows, which shouldn't be hard, because if you listen to them, I'm, I'm doing my exploration, my research, and my wife's car, which has a radio, mine does not, so I've been enjoying listening to the radio, and... You have they, been enjoying, or you have not been enjoying. I've been yeah. enjoying. I've been enjoying it because it's bad. It, about it, like watching an, an old. It's better Jerry, than silence. The, 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 the bellhop by Jerry Lewis. You know, it's not exactly a, a comedy classic, but you can still get some chuckles out of it that's because the, it hasn't yeah. aged very well. That's one of the least funny movies I've ever seen. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. So I'm I'm listening, and and there's an and one of the top ranked morning shows in town. This was the only break they did. All right, I listened for maybe four songs, horrible songs. While you guys are doing your your, your Russell's Muscle Flex and Jen's Corner, I can sit down and write a five stanza country song, (laughs) which would rock it to the top. All I got to do is write about Daisy Dukes and Red Dirt Roads. (laughs) I grew up on Red Dirt Roads. Red Dirt Roads suck. Yeah. They're muddy and Dude. nasty and <laughs> slick, and they just—they just. There's nothing good about them. What is this nostalgia buzz? But I'm listening to this top-ranked morning show every break, every break, every break. No information, no news, no traffic, no updates, no laughter, no nothing. Here was the question. Hell yeah! You've got one last thing to eat before you die, but you're gonna smell like that for the rest of eternity. What is it? <laughs> I what guess I'd have to go with wieners and sauerkraut. Ew. Well, I'd go with carnations and lilac. That, and, and they ask it again. All right, you get one last meal. This is going to be the last meal, the last thing you ever eat, but you're going to smell like Robert this D. Rayford, for the, re- the, for the rest of to? eternity. <laughs> that was the entire show. So we're trying to replace idiots like that. Well, Jeff, I've always wanted to know what human flesh tastes like. And TV morning shows as well because they're vapid and inane and do the same thing, repeat sports and repeat you know, weather and, and banter about silly stuff. So... We want to try to get as much information into your brain as we possibly can. We're broadcasting from the Lodge Cast Iron Studio. Again, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Thank you to all of our sponsors. A special thanks to everybody who helped us meet a very important goal. We mentioned it yesterday. I'm going to mention it again today with great fanfare and, and importance and gravitas in my voice. Uh, we hit our Kickstarter campaign goal which seemed at one point as though it was going to be impossible. I actually had people in the media 
contacting me yesterday on my new phone um, <laughs> and uh, asking me, well, how did you guys pull this off? And I said, because we're just damn good. That's right. We're good. Oh, what in the I, hell? I mean, we just put on a good show and people <laughs> seek it out. People will find quality product, by God. So thank you to everybody who helped make the Kickstarter campaign. And also thank you to Jen and everybody who got the Siri voice activation thing working. Yep. Um, that is that is people's habits. That's their lives. They get up in the morning. Morning, honey. Hey, kids. Hate you. Go do your beds. Um, hey, Siri. Siri, play Chattanooga Drive-In Show. We got that done. And so we're 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 cooking with fire here. Let's go ahead and and get into the regular uh, format. And Brian has brought a little something extra today, and that in itself is a rarity. It is. He came in. He, he had. <laughs> he had. You know. He had. You know. Like when you're when you're playing rock'em sock'em robots. And you hit the, hit the robot, and his head pops up, you know, and so yeah. you know you scored. I remember. Brian's head came, and his head was popped up this morning. It's like, hey, something's different about Brian. It had more to do with head explosions, <laughs> yeah, uh, amongst yeah. others in yeah, the room. Yeah, yeah. And I said, hey, maybe I can add something to the call today. I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. Um, Feel free to tell me to go, you know, pound sand. It's all good. No, all right, let's go ahead and start with our look at headlines with Russell Stroud, please. Oh, well, if you insist. Uh, the sheriff's office uh, records show that 10 inmates at Silverdale faced charges relating to a stabbing that happened back in October. Investigators say they found 10 shanks slang for a homemade knife among the possessions of the inmates. Or shivs. Not to be confused with shivs. Shanks are for stabbing. Shivs are for slicing. Ten men face charges of aggravated riot related to the stabbing incident, and three more face charges related to contraband within jail walls. A total of four inmates were stabbed during the brawl, which occurred in October. A 43-year-old Christopher Webb was arrested after multiple people complained he was lurking outside of the Howard School and attempting to solicit sex from kids who were walking out. Lovely. He allegedly shouted things at them that are just too vile to repeat here. Some girls told the police that he even tried to grab at them. Unfortunately, he was unsuccessful. The Chattanooga police arrived and arrested Mr. Webb. He was sent to Silverdale. And finally, Jim McIntyre dropped out of the, of the selection for the next superintendent of county schools. In his statement, Mr. McIntyre said that his personal and professional circumstances have changed considerably in the last week, and so he must withdraw. There are now three candidates for superintendent, Christopher Bernier of Nevada, Jermaine Dawson of Alabama, and Justin Robertson, who's the current interim superintendent of Hamilton County Schools. And now from the meteorite quarantine room of the International Space Station, it's Dave Hooker. The first signs of life from Tiger Woods. I'm Dave Hooker off the hook sports. Do you remember that time we used to watch Tiger Woods and say, hey, he's going to win as many majors as Jack Nicholas," And he was on his way until his fall from grace could only be bested by some guy named O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Certainly, Tiger Woods' uh, reputation has been put through the absolute ringer with the infidelity that he had against his wife. But let's be real frank. Is that worth it all being over? Is that worth him going into an incredible depression? The guy's had several back surgeries, dedicated himself to golf, and I know he got paid handsomely for it, but it was also massively entertaining for us. I still go back to the traffic accident that he was involved in. It was a solo crash. There weren't signs of taking his foot off the gas. Was he completely passed out, or was he over being Tiger Woods? There's a lot of pressure there. 
I hope Tiger comes back. Davis Love III said he'd be more than happy to have Tiger Woods serve as one of his assistants at next year's President's Cup, but said he'd rather have Tiger playing. Tiger playing after that wreck and the severe fractures he suffered to his leg seemed impossible just a couple days ago, and it may still be. He'll never be the Tiger of old, but doesn't he deserve to have a moment in the spotlight after what he's been through. Yes, he brought most of it on himself, but America loves a good comeback story, and so do I. So I'm rooting for Tiger Woods to get back to the course. I don't care if he wins another major. Not on Dave Hooker, off the hook sports. Here at the old, ye oldie Chattanooga driving showy, we like to do the important stories up front. We do the wrap-up that most people do at the end. We do it up front, the up front wrap-up. That way, in case you're in a super hurry, you know the big test when you got one, you know, car, one year in your, your car and you got one foot in the parking lot and one foot still in the car mm-hmm. and it's idling and you really need to go in and get to that appointment, but you're trying to hear the story well, that's what this is designed to do. Eliminate that as much as possible or possibly even multiply it because we have that many more interesting stories at the beginning of the show. It's made possible by the kindness, concern, and community commitment of the local and regional professionals at Guardian Investment Advisors. I just left there. I went and talked to Gary Thurman this morning about my own personal investments and uh, he handles the money that my wife and I have invested. And we sat and had a good conversation, 45 minutes long, in their beautiful, beautiful office building out there on East Brainerd Road, 710-9199, 710-9199. He is completely non-judgmental, even when you're a bonehead like me. And he's super friendly. He's a great guy, Gary Thurman, and his buddy Tide out there. And they do, of course, their own podcast as well. Upfront wrap-up uh, very quickly. This is generic enough, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it anyway because it's fun. Joe Biden, as we all know, is sucking swamp water, his presidency and his approval ratings. Donald Trump, as we all know, is pretty much the Antichrist. And we, you know, he just, he was a a horrible president. History is going to judge him horribly. And people said, well, he had good policies. How would we know? We never could figure out what the policies were because we were always arguing over his Twitter feed. Uh, But we know that the Democrats have really loused things up. So how do people feel about that matchup if it was held again today? Oh, okay. Interesting question. Let us, let us discover this answer right now. This is from the Suffolk University. Poll, 1,000 registered voters taken, live caller, blah, blah, blah. So Suffolk does this one. You can't say that. Do you hope, that's no, Norfolk is the one that gets oh, you in yeah, trouble. The- <laughs> um, do you hope Joe Biden runs for another term as president in 2024? 29.1% say yes. 63.7% say no. Oof. I'm not even. I'm not even counting undecideds. Undecideds are the so real stupid. question is: Will he be capable of of that? He's 79 I, years I, old. I, just, I, he just I turned said, 79 the other day. I said he was going to be a one-term president, no matter how you looked at it. I agree I with think that. We all said that. Do you hope Donald Trump runs for another term as president in 2024? All right, 35.6 percent said yes. Not exactly a whopping, you know. Uh, 
uh, amount uh, over Joe, but no, there you go, 58.4%. I'd have a few more voting yes. Uh, Whoever on, he endorses is going to be who wins the but, next president. But the no, the no's Biden is clearly the leader with the no. There's, there's, that's where the undecideds come in. There's more undecideds on Biden. Well, you know, people are are getting into a desperate situation where we're nostalgic for George W. Bush. Oh my God. I mean, oh, I mean I've been I mean, nostalgic for George Dub well, for five years. D- during 9/11, I mean, the, when we were, you know, observing 9/11 and you know the 20th anniversary. I'm sitting there just watching, you know, footage of this guy that I thought was such a buffoon. That was his bright, shiny moment. There's yeah. no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And he did an excellent job in handling that crisis and representing the United States. And I was going, I never thought I would miss this man. Yeah. I never thought I would miss this man. Oh, I waxed nostalgic on George Dub's years Jeez. way more than I ever would have thought in a million years. I, you know what I miss? The Iraq War. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Check this out. I miss weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> I remember those lies. <laughs> Good days. War those, on were, drugs. those were fun lies. I remember, I remember the Sandinistas. They were fun. Uh, I remember the oil then, crisis. Do you approve or disapprove of the job Joe Biden? Hey, look, my new phone's ringing. What is that? Oh, That's my new phone. What is your ringtone? I don't know. I haven't Let set a ringtone. Hell, answer it. I've never set a ringtone. I, 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 I got a new phone yesterday, and I still haven't figured out even how to do anything other than look at the pretty pictures. So I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. The volume. Right. That's the first time I've heard it. Your volume. Have is you ever down noticed uh, every time you hear a phone, it's ringing? <laughs> yeah, 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 all right. Yeah. Do you approve or disapprove of the job Joe Biden has done as president? Approve 37.8%, 59% straight up disapprove. Almost two-thirds disapprove. Well, it's kind of hard to gauge what job he's done so far. Yeah, it's, it's well, he's just he's got, not even been in there a year yet. So. Infrastructure and if bill. if gas prices were down, the questions would be answered differently. Now right? he starts writing the checks on the infrastructure bill, we'll, we'll start seeing some of those attitudes change. All those good jobs he spoiled by, by stopping the oil pipeline, well, all those good jobs are going to be down here building this bridge now. Well, the late-night talking head shows are already showing some of the Republicans that have voted against it that are running ads saying, we're bringing money to the yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that, remember, that's what yeah. one of the uh, shout-outs And once again, isn't that fun? But see how yeah. fast they line up to take credit when the cash comes into their district. Because nobody in their constituency understands how the money flows anyway, so they no. can get away with it. I don't think do anyone you, actually Do does. you approve or disapprove of the job Kamala Harris has done as vice president. What does she what do? Has yeah, she what done? has she done? She's, this is she's bad. What do any vice presidents do? Remember, she went to Paris and everyone was like, wait, who are you? Approval rate 27%. That is, that is. I don't think that's a number that matters. That's, is, that's, that's that horrific. Asking. It's, I will say, it's, it's really easy to beat up on Kamala Harris because, or Kamala, I'm sorry, um, because she, she, the way she talks does not do her any favors. It's I'm very sorry. Condescending. Yeah, it really is. Fifty-one percent disapprove, and you're thinking, well, that's not as high as it as it could be. I mean, Biden's disapproval rating was fifty-nine percent. Kamala's fifty-one percent. There's your undecided. Twenty-one percent of the people say they're undecided. Well, it's easy to be undecided though, because she hasn't no, done say, anything. In, in, usually, undecided saying. votes piss me off. In that question, undecided works just fine because 
what does what does any vice president actually do? I, Not a lot. Yeah. President Joe Biden has signed an executive order. This is an interesting story. I've mentioned the movie, and it is based on a true story called Wind River. Oh, that's uh, a great star- movie. Starring Hawkeye. Yeah. All right. Uh, also known as Alan Jeremy Alan. Renner. Yeah, Jeremy Renner. And, uh, and, uh, and also <laughs> Not star- the shadow. starring the Scarlet Witch, uh, also Elizabeth known Olsen. as Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, and and it, 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 it begins and ends saying this is a true story. And at the end, it actually has numbers of Native American girls who have gone missing mm-hmm. or murdered. And the numbers are horribly high on the reservations and out west and so president biden has signed an executive order directing the federal government to completely and totally address this epidemic of missing or murdered indigenous people including coordinating investigations into unsolved cases and i'm just looking here indigenous people vanish and or murdered at disproportionately high rates the urban indian health institute found 5,712 reported cases of missing or murdered indigenous women or girls in 2016. Yeah, and you don't want to know. 2016. Yeah, I was not laughing at the story. I was laughing because you said Hawkeye, and my brain went directly to mash to mash oh yeah oh and you were wondering wh- how, how did like, that fit what? in what no hawkeye the avenger jeremy renner who plays the main okay. character in wind river which is very worth seeing by it's, the way. it's a great movie yeah. um infowars host our boy alex jones ordered to pay sandy hook families hmm. uh even though now he says that he does not believe that the massacre was a hoax he never really believed the massacre was a hoax. He was just allowing people on his show, InfoWars, to question it. Okay. Now, you can go back and actually listen to his direct quotes and hear exactly the opposite, but he has been ordered to pay to the families of those who were killed at Sandy Hook. And do y'all remember how many people died? Yeah, it was a lot. At Sandy Hook up in Newtown? 20 plus, right? 20 first graders, six teachers. 20 first graders, six teachers. Why would anybody politicize that in any way, shape, or form? Oh, uh, Al- Alex, didn't Alex uh, get his, uh, Jones, right? Yeah. yeah. Alex Jones, yeah. 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 Didn't he get the his start from the uh, David Koresh? Yeah. He, kind of, wasn't that when he when, it, when he was outside the compound in Waco? I, yeah, I'm surprised you remember that. Yeah, He's been doing he, this a long time. He had a public access show in Texas for like forever from the early 90s on. And yeah, he made his name by covering the Waco, Texas thing, and uh, the the uh, Branch Davidians, and then moved on from there. He's one of those guys where like sometimes you're like, yeah, this guy's right, and sometimes you're like, whoa, this guy's crazy. That been like so that's many brand. folks that's out there in, in in our our you know category. Yeah, that's true. In our medium, people in probably our, say that about career, me too. Career choice. Uh, Times Square opens for New Year's Eve. Uh, everybody has to be vaccinated, mm-hmm. and nobody under five will be allowed to attend. How they're going to actually do that in the crowd, I have no idea. They're not. I'm six. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a company. This is not an event. It's a company in northern France called Decathlon. They manufacture sea kayaks or river or touring kayaks, the mm-hmm. kind that you see more and more around here that are longer, sleeker, more narrow, usually have a rudder yeah. that they can actually retract and detract and uh, use with their feet so they can just use their arms as propulsion. They have completely stopped production 
because people are fleeing from northern France across the channel into Great Britain. They're trying to either escape um, pandemonium in their home countries. A lot of the the refugees from some of the hot spots have mm-hmm. discovered that this is actually not so bad. Yeah, you know, it's bigger than the Rio Grande, a little bit deeper. You know, it gets a little choppier. But we're in a boat. It's we're doable, not walking yeah. with our stuff on our head. Yeah, and so they've actually there's been a push for small boats and these very very affordable kayaks are being bought by people and also people on the run on the lamb uh, from the law. It's just suddenly somebody figured out, hey, it's not that far across the English Channel. Mm-hmm. And so they've had to completely stop their production wow. and they have not sold a boat in the last two or three days and they're going to have to try to get a grip on this thing. That's crazy. And I don't know what the, the COVID you know, protocol is in France, but it can't be much harsher than it is in Great Britain. Surely they're not, they're not running from that. Um, a whirlwind killed a man in Sicily. In a it. whirlwind. What? I have never heard of this happening in my entire life. I don't know what a whirlwind is. It's just I a, just know how to use it in terminology a, of you, American You, uh, you uh, see them all the time. And you, uh, it's a tornado. It's yeah. a vortex. Okay. I mean, you've so got... It's literally got a whirl of wind. Dust yeah. devils out there right now with leaves swirling around in a funnel is a vortex, and a vortex can get bigger out west... When you're out there in the desert, you know, I've been out there, you know, hang gliding and and then participating in other sports. Like, remember when the big uh, balloon race got messed Mm -hmm. up by all the whirlwinds that came (laughs) through? Yeah, I do. But I've never heard Uh, of one being fatal. No. Uh, I don't know if he was actually actually pulled into the air, suffered a heart attack because of the— It's actually, if he stayed in it long enough, and sometimes these things are fairly stable— if he exhaled and it was really powerful, the winds were powerful, he would not be able to get an inhalation. Yeah, yeah, that's it, a good it, point. It, he wouldn't be able to get a, a, a lung full of Too air. Much pressure. Or yeah. he could have just been beaten about the head and shoulders by debris. I don't know. Yeah. I've never heard of anything like that happening before. That's bizarre. And um, I guess the only other one I got was that uh, you know the, the U.S.-Japanese ties are being strengthened even as we speak. Everybody's worried about China. We'll talk more about that later. Taiwan, obviously, is getting ready for a Chinese invasion. Both Koreas are getting ready to react to a Chinese invasion. Japan, they're undergoing the biggest military games they've ever had Mm -hmm. with our cooperation. We're prepared for a diplomatic boycott of the Olympics, by the way. In yeah, I mean, and so everything that's on the table right now, we're talking directly to our, our people and their people, U.S. and Japan, uh, labor, environment, digital trade, and a lot of what they are calling third country concerns, I've got one I. real quick here. China, yes. Yes. Uh, mine is very, really fast, so I think it's awesome. Uh, first human trial of an Alzheimer's disease nasal vaccine starting at a Boston hospital. Again, he takes my topic. Oh, was that in your... Whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, anyway, Brigham and Women's Hospital testing the safety and efficacy of a nasal vaccine aimed at preventing and slowing Alzheimer's. We can talk about it more on your now, segment, I guess. Now, we're going to do something different here on the Chattanooga <laughs> Driving Show. This is normally the Everybody's Got One segment, the editorial segment of the show. 
and you, you guys, you do understand. You can put your foot down and say, I would like to do the editorial sometime. Yeah, but, you know, I don't have any opinions it on does, anything. It doesn't have to be me every time. I'm not very opinionated on anything, really. No. So. And, and I, I'm not going to do one today because I'm going to turn my time over to the uh, right honorable gentleman, uh, <coughs> Brian Stone. The floor has, goes to Mr. Stone. Who has, uh, yes, the, the remaining time. Well, I, I, I apologize for the repetitive nature because I know those that listen to this show listen to every single podcast I've ever done before. Yeah, so of course. Of course. you've already heard this, <laughs> likely. So I, 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 I totally apologize for the repetitive nature of it. Um, I'm going to let uh, the, uh, the, the main hosts of the show, Jen, Jeff, and Russ, uh, choose your own adventure here, all right? <laughs> And uh, I've been just putting this together on the fly here. I have three pieces of audio. One is totally silly. One is silly as hell. And uh, one is super serious. We'll start. I'll just decide we're going to start silly. Do you want to okay. do you want to do Laura Ingram from two nights ago on her fabulous yes. talking head show? Or a mashup of uh, of. <laughs> Kiss and Lionel Richie. We're going to do both. Which direction you want to start? I want to go with Laura. Go with Laura. Laura. Ingram. We right. want Ingram. Because this is dumb. Laura right. Ingram has so much more musical talent than Kiss and, the, and this Lionel Richie. This is from True. two nights ago, her show on Fox News, and, and she has a guest on, and she they're rocks. breaking down uh, pop culture and, like, I don't know exactly, but something along the lines of, of the wokeness of mm. just, you know, Democrats and liberals are terrible. Nobody and here's understands. here's how they're ruining TV. Here's how they're ruining music. Here's they, how they're, ruin, ru they, they're ru they. ruining uh, they. film. Here's how they're ruining different areas of, of, of social or, or, well, everything, even social media. And they're talking about a television She's a maven show. of all these things. The can't even get a, a damn milk without it being gay pride milk. The person she's talking to is now moved to television, and he's talking about this Netflix show that is wildly popular yes, that I've actually seen good. enough of to realize that it is good, but it it's just good. not exactly my uh, my thing. The show is called You. So keep right. that in mind. The show is called Y-O-U-U. -U. Okay. And this is about a minute long. This is from Laura Ingram on Fox News just uh, two days ago. Sure. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on you. What, 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 what was on me? What are you talking about? Ray, what, the, is Ray even hearing what I'm the saying? I never had the measles. was on you. We never did a... a we never did a measles and vaccine episode. Am I, is this a joke? I, know. I don't even know what it you're talking about. It was on you. It was on you. I've never had, Raymond, I've never had measles. What are you talking about? This is stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. Well, what's it called? You. What is you. It talking about? It's called you. I've never done a show on measles. I, I just completely give up. We gotta get it. It's a show I, I give up. called you on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. Oh. <laughs> I'm moving on to Adele. I can't explain this. All right. Who's on first, right? Yeah, yes, being honest, exactly. Being honest, exactly. this sounds exactly like something that would happen to me because I've never seen you. I've never heard of you. But I could, I could, I could, I could hear the could light bulb where goes, go over, man. off over his head about halfway through. He, he was really, he was truly speaking, you know, truth to power as he understood oh, it. Oh, they're she, on the same she, page she, of what they're she, trying she, to do. She thought he was he, she, he was making a, he was really making a point for a while there, and all of a sudden it hit him that she didn't have a clue, and then he just went with it. Yeah. I, I could go back and point to the point where that happens. <laughs> Me too. You. I don't know. I don't know. But that the, the internet exploded that, that, with that yesterday. The, Laura, Laura made her entire career 
by doing this for three hours. Play a sound bite, stop it, and then have the entire studio laugh at it and make fun of it and laugh at it and make fun of it and then possibly go back and find another one where the guy said something stupid like that two years before and then they get you yuck it up, yuck it up, oh, and they get their breath again. Now let's do it again. And they play another sound bite from somebody else. <laughs> I've never watched stop the show. It, and they yuck it up and they yuck it up and, yuck, and that's it. They, they just take people out of context and make fun of them, making themselves some seem superior somehow, intellectually or politically superior. I used and to, uh, it's the worst. Used, she is the worst. I used to have to listen to Laura Ingram pretty regularly, and it wasn't even that I necessarily disagreed with her all the time. It was that she talked about the same thing every day. Every day. She, mm. She's never had an yeah. original thought. The woman has never had an original thought. And I'm telling you, that is that is what made her famous She'd was be like, by doing nothing. She, she might as well have been. What, what were those guys that used to make the, the prank calls? Oh, the Jerky Boys? Oh, the Jerky she, Boys, she, yeah. She, she's yeah. like the talk radio equivalent of the Jerky Boys. But the Jerky Boys were funny. Uh, she, she is, too, sometimes. All right, more silliness. This is just from the uh, social media that uh, that just keeps on giving TikTok. I'm telling you, drop everything you're doing. Uh, cancel all your accounts. Delete them all. <laughs> only have uh, TikTok. This is Kiss and Lionel Richie matched up, mashed up just because. Why not? better oh that's right that's a bad edit my bad i forgot to replace that sorry we'll keep rolling i wasn't planning on doing this break it down break it down my bad i like it I mean, music really is kind of in the same timing. You just you can yeah. line it up with anything if you want to. I like it. I like it better than either of the original songs. <laughs> I think I agree with that too because this yeah. Kiss song sucks. And that wait wait does does he let they let him do it? No, no it's they only, let him get the TikTok ooh can only there. go a minute, so they got only. Yet again, I'm really lost on that. <laughs> that was fun. And then. Um, Never heard do we want a couple of minutes of Liz Cheney the other day talking to Republicans? Sure. Yes, I do. This is this is more super serious. This is uh, Liz Cheney. Basically, she's about had all she can stand of the GOP's ridiculous lockstep mentality. And Wyoming voted thirty to twenty nine to not recognize her as a Republican anymore. Whatever yeah. the hell that exactly yeah. means. A rhino. Liz Cheney from uh, about uh, probably the end of last week. And at this moment, when it matters most. We are also confronting a domestic threat that we've never faced before. A former president who's attempting to unravel the foundations of our constitutional republic, aided by political leaders who have made themselves willing hostages to this dangerous and irrational man. Just last night, former President Trump was invited by House Republican leaders to be the keynote speaker at our annual large fundraising dinner. 
At the dinner, he reportedly said once again that the insurrection was on November 3rd and that the events of January 6th, when a violent mob invaded the Capitol in an effort to overturn the will of the American people and stop the constitutional process of the counting of electoral votes, that those events were a protest, that they were justified. Political leaders who sit silent in the face of these false and dangerous claims are aiding a former president who is at war with the rule of law and the Constitution. When our constitutional order is threatened, as it is now, rising above partisanship is not simply an aspiration. It is an obligation, an obligation of every one of us. Now, I am a conservative Republican. I disagree strongly with nearly everything President Biden has done since he's been in office. His policies are bad for this country. I believe deeply that conservative principles, limited government, low taxes, a strong national defense, the family, the family as the essential building block of our nation and our society, those are the right ideals for this country. I love my party. I love its history. I love its principles but I love my country more. Wow. Well, you can see why they went after her. I mean, she, she does, doesn't have any of the building blocks of a real Republican, which boils down to one thing, agreeing that Trump won in 2020, which brings an interesting question. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go, since we're messing up today's show on purpose anyway, uh, let me just go ahead and go to the um at the end of the uh, the show today. I didn't know that anybody was still talking about the election. I thought it was kind of well, a dead horse. By well, now. Th- this this was a this one was a letter to the editor, and I was going to save it for the um, but it fits in perfectly now. Everything she just said is true. Liz Cheney, far more conservative than the person that they actually chose to replace her, because she voted to impeach Mm -hmm. and she should have voted to impeach as should have Chuck Fleischman and all the rest of the Republicans up there. They should have voted to impeach. Anybody who says that January 6th was just a day of tourists out, you know, on a regular day in the park, those are morons and they're liars and the truth is not in them. You know this to be true. I know this to be true. You can pretend if you want to, I'm not going to, she's not going to. She's a good, solid Republican, but the only acid test, litmus test left anymore is do you believe that President Trump is still the president? And if Margie Taylor Greene speaks to a big group of, you know, a rally around here and says, how many people here think Donald Trump is still president? What happens? Well, people start cheering. They cheer and say yes. All right. This is a two-sentence letter to the editor written by Mike Bodine. We're going to call this a dumb moment. Go ahead, continue. I was just thinking, Donald J. Trump has never conceded the 2016 election, and to this day he regularly states that he won 2020. Let's suppose he's not lying, but telling the truth. Therefore, having won two terms would make him ineligible to run for a third term in 2024. That's interesting. <laughs> Have not thought about that. That is kind of interesting. Yeah. There you go. So One way to look at So it. those of you who say he is still the president, then say goodbye to his presidency in 2024. Why do you guys care so much? It's my country. 
my land, it's my people. Tis of thee. <laughs> I hate to see sheer idiocy on parade, disguised as intelligence or bravery or wisdom or courage or insight or, or, or any kind of statesmanship when it's nothing but just brazen cowardice, just sniveling twerpiness on the side of the GOP, just groveling on their bellies, hoping for a little handout from the great orange one himself. Uh, and the duh category, duh, that's what this is, duh, duh. Well, it's, duh, and what are you doing? Yeah, it's, what are you doing? It's, I thought it's, this what are you doing. No, I, I, we, I, he, he called that one the duh. I, I actually pulled that one. That Just was the splice um. them together. We'll be all right. That's right, that's right. It's really pretty simple, <laughs> and, and it's it's not it's not that much of a duh. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I had never have thought about it like this. You know, when I was in school, we were going to switch over to the metric calendar, right? The nope. metric, the metric system. Oh, when, when I was in when I was in school, so what, we were going to calendar. Be yeah, it, it, this, it, I don't know. It, this, the, the metric system. <laughs> yeah, I got you. The rest of the world uses it, right? So we're we're the only ones that still use um, Celsius and Fahrenheit. And so Marilyn Vassavant, the world's smartest woman, woman with the highest IQ, needs a new picture in the paper. The woman who can Google anything. And uh, she answered the question. The rest of the world uses kilometers, we use miles. They use meters, we use yards. Why don't we stop using Fahrenheit and convert to Celsius? Because Celsius one, is worse. That one makes sense to a degree because it's real simple. To a degree. Freezing is zero. Pun intended. Freezing is zero. Boiling is 100. No. Right? Freezing is 32 and boiling is whatever the hell no, boiling that, is. Yeah, none of us. That, I, that's, I, I, I don't know what Fahrenheit. boiling is. <laughs> boiling is 212 Fahrenheit. Boiling is uh, it's rolling. Yeah, rolling. yeah, yeah. So but yeah. In, in Celsius, zero freezing that's 32 degrees fahrenheit all right boiling 212 degrees fahrenheit but just 100 celsius sure does seem simpler you know but easier to figure out 100 you know zero all right but the reason we do it she says because fahrenheit is just more useful for everyday life yes it wasn't designed for that purpose but on a human comfort scale of one to a hundred, it makes sense intuitively, all right? We know zero degrees is extremely cold for us, and 100 degrees is extremely hot. And between those poles, Fahrenheit has 100 gradations for a better description. Celsius, that same extremely cold, would be about minus 18 degrees Celsius, in other words, below freezing, mm -hmm. and extremely hot would be 38 degrees Celsius. So basically, it gives you more room to move, and the numbers in between, because the gradations there, it makes it easier to describe whether a day is pleasant or unpleasant. Right. You know that that's that midnight oil song. Uh, you know, uh, the beds are burning. Yeah. Where he used where the where, dun, where the dun, dun, and it goes steam and 45 degrees mm -hmm. and people are going why would anything be steaming in 45 <laughs> degrees because it's celsius oh, that means Canadian. it's 128 <laughs> yeah, degrees outback. outside out in the outback oh, so familiarity with the full range doesn't help in a meaningful way i vote for celsius to stay in the sciences where it makes more sense but for people it just makes more sense because if somebody says it's 45 degrees 
we basically know exactly what that means. Well, because we've been taught that our whole lives. Flip it upside down, teach us the other thing, and we'll understand that. I know, but then we got the full learning curve. I, I, it was supposed to happen, Brian. It was supposed to happen on a day and a week and a month. We were switching over. They had a big switch in Washington. They pushed up, and 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 we, and we got it on our our stop signs and our speed signs. All the speed signs in America had 55 miles per hour, and then they had the KPH down there too. And then they just quit making. Coming them in from Nashville, about 20 miles out, it says. 15 yep. miles to Chattanooga, yep. 28 kilometers. I mean, maybe that was put up the week yeah. you were in some, school. I don't know. Some, some, sometimes <laughs> sometimes, when you're on an international highway right outside of an airport, uh-huh. you'll still see the kilometers. But other than that, they it just was a failed experiment. Americans didn't want it. So well, I mean, in Australia, we weren't taught feet either. Yeah, we were taught kilometers we, we were taught, meters. We were taught meters, meters. centimeters. Yeah. Millimeters. Well, and the weird thing is we're taught both in American schools – I mean, maybe it was different when you were learning because, uh, you know. Back in the olden days. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when I was learning in school, we were taught both. And I understand both metric and imperial measurements. And so it's not really an issue for me. If somebody says it's X meters this way, I go, okay, that's about X yards that way. Oh, well, I, I I, I'm lost if you start throwing kilometers and meters at me. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> All know. I know a yard is three feet. It's about as far as it goes. I know the Virginia yards. I watch the F, the F word, football. <laughs> Virginia Slims is a silly millimeter, millimeter longer. Silly millimeter longer. That was their phrase. Silly millimeter longer. It's, That's yeah. a tongue twister. Virginia yeah. Slimes. Yeah. They still make those things. Virginia Slims. That was their. That was Slimes. their advertising. It, it. It actually had that much more tobacco. It was a silly millimeter longer. But they were that thinner. Was their thing. Yeah, I bet they were thinner. They didn't. They didn't take into didn't the, tell the, you that part. the tonnage. <laughs> they didn't take the tonnage in, into <laughs> consideration. For gross weight. Exactly yeah. the same <laughs> What's the gross weight of a Virginia Slim? What are the like grams that? on this thing? What are the milligrams on this thing? Yeah, if you're um, into drugs, you know the metric system very well. Well, what you do again? What you doing again? What you doing again? What are you doing again? I'm doing the same thing I was last time. I'm, I'm going to Alabama. I'm going to go rock climbing. Mox rock game, yeah. final game of the year, and driving and crying on Saturday night. I'm hey, done with the segment. Where's Bro- driving and crying? Uh, songbirds upstairs. Oh, I guess it's a sit-down thing, show. probably. Well, Very cool. You know, I didn't don't know lose that. your head. People's home equity. Uh, we'll come back to that. Don't start your search for a new home until you're pre-approved. That move saves you time, money, stress, and worry. Also, you want somebody to help you as you are home shopping. Be able to ask the right questions or ask the stupid questions in a smarter way. That's what Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass do. They make sure that you are not taken advantage of. 591-9801, chatmortgage.com. And mine are very easy. It's basically just the TV specials on Christmas. It's a wonderful life. And ah. keep in mind, there's only one way to do a Christmas special. It's not to tune into some channel that plays it 24 hours a day. You watch it on a regular channel on the one time that it actually is scheduled to play. Does TBS still play Christmas Story twenty four hours a day on Christmas? Yeah. I'm sure they do. It's a one- I've never seen a wonderful life. It's a wonderful oh, life. You need to. I know what it is. I've never seen it. NBC <laughs> eight PM December fourth and Friday, December twenty fourth. A Charlie Brown Christmas will now be, of course, on Apple TV. And that's uh, going right. to run from December 11, 13, um, PBS. And uh, that used to always be on CBS at one point. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, CBS, 8 p.m., Monday, November 22nd. And How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the real one, the animated one, oh, the, the good, good one. one, 8 p.m., 
Friday, November 26th, and the uh, Boris Karloff one. Saturday, December 25th. Yeah, horror movie. Boris Karloff <laughs> provided the voice for Dr. Seuss, infamous Grinch, for yeah. this enduring 1966 cartoon. Like Bill, Mur- Bill Murray and Scrooge. That is the best Christmas movie. Yeah, ever. absolutely I like that not. One too. You are 100 percent wrong. That's the best Christmas movie. Alistair ever. Sim as Scrooge in the 1950 whatever no. adaptation. No. Yes. I agree with Brian. Scrooge Duck. Ah, do you even know what? I, do, you, do you even know what, which one I'm talking about, yeah, Russell? You might. One, yeah, it's the one with, yeah. with okay. the guy from Caddyshack. The guy from Caddyshack. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, I know who Bill Murray is. <laughs> it's not a real adaptation of Scrooge. It's, it's, no, and, it's uh, not. And, oh, I'm I've never saying. Seen it. I'm saying. It's nonsense, and it's fantastic. It oh, okay. The Christmas Carol starring Patton was the one that was my favorite. <laughs> George C. Scott. Yeah, that was my favorite. You can't get me. I know who these people are. I know. <laughs> Patton didn't play. And are neither we moving Scrooge. on or do we want more? What are we doing? Yeah, we, we, we want more. What are we doing? All right. Just a reminder. Tomorrow, uh, Ice on the Landing opens down at the Choo Choo. Go out and bust your um, ass. Because it's opening night, they're going to feature a traditional live holiday performance by uh, organist Buddy Shirk. They're going to do prize giveaways throughout the evening. $8. They open at 6. And the Yellow Snow event by Brass Against. <laughs> She I apologi- by the way she apologized. I don't care. She peed on someone. <laughs> I, I there's not he enough. For there's it. not enough apology in the world. No, I mean, there's not. I mean, there's just really, really not enough apology in the world. And I'm I used to go to shows where people spit on you all the time, uh. and that was part of the deal. But I mean, it takes a little more work for a woman to actually urinate and aim her urination in a direction. She didn't and aim it anywhere. She apparently it she aimed it di- directly in the guy's face. Yeah, I hate that they did that too because I love that band and that is going to mark know. them forever. I have problem peeing in public actually, so I wouldn't be able to do that. Like oh, I'd have to. Well, you're not a rock star. I have to like put a blindfold on probably and then pee. Hey, uh, very quickly, before we <laughs> move to the next segment, I said we'd come back to this, Brian, and this is pure speculation because that's all we've got. Tonight, um, the beer board meets again, right? All right. And tonight there will be two more charges against the blue light down the there. At are, they the, still, uh, are they still closed the, this whole the, time, yeah, I guess? No, Station Street. no, no, they, no opened. They, they, they opened up. They went. They were shut down one weekend by the security company. And they lost tens of thousands of dollars that, by their estimation. That's not what Brian Joyce said. That's, Brian Joyce said he voluntarily closed. Yeah. He voluntarily and he lost put the padlock on there. Tens of thousands yeah, of dollars. Tens yeah. of thousands. Yeah. So did I. Well, week, well that's, that's, that's bad day. That's, that's just plain not he true. He also said that the people reporting on the story were all liars. When we got locked out of the studio the, <laughs> yeah, other, yeah. the other week we lost tens of thousands of dollars every yeah, single every single person reporting on the story is a liar especially and the people who were there and his own place yes that was his decision and, his and decision everyone's a liar and you know i don't know brian particularly well at all i don't have anything against brian at all i know him and i have everything against him. i don't I, you know i basically agree with him politically uh, you know but i know what others in town think so Here's it's the, hard to here, not be here, swayed here, by that. Here's the tricky part, though. I mean, he's an asshole. The, these two, these two particular cases that they're going to hear are the more serious cases. Keep in mind, this is still the local beer board that's going to be hearing it. So he's still looking at another couple of weeks, very important weeks, holiday weeks, uh, main times twenty-four weeks without beer. He could still stay open and sell liquor. Unless the ABC comes in, mm-hmm. 
swooping right behind the beer board and they could actually do it between right now and between you know uh, uh, 10 minutes from now Mm -hmm. they could make up their mind that they're going to make an appearance at this hearing and bring their own charges and he could bring he could actually lose his license to sell liquor he could still open up and just plain have open doors, he just wouldn't be able to sell any alcohol. Well, wouldn't he have to have gone through the course that he's supposed to have taken, remember? Yeah. Then how can he sell any liquor, alcohol, beer at all? That might... There was only one week left when we did that interview with Mike that from the might, Comedy Cash. That might have been suspended and frozen in time when that action took place. Oh, that could be too. I mean, they, they, they you know, he had this much time to finish it up, but since right. this happened... You know, boom, time stops and stands still until they get it figured out. And then, you know, it'll, it'll, the clock will start ticking again. But no, I mean, he could actually open up and not sell beer, just sell liquor. Or even if he loses his liquor license, unless they find him to be a nuisance, he could actually open his doors and just basically have everybody sit around. If, if that's what he wants to do. I think that's in, in his contract. Not exactly what his clientele is looking for, I no, wouldn't think. But he no. could do a PYOB, though. No, but I, I don't think they can do that, can though. Can you not? Not if you have a not with a liquor license. Right. You know, you let can't me, be you have to have You can have no liquor license in BYOB. The entirety of the entire the, the, the group of security that was down there, both on and off the Chattanooga Police Department, the, the police officers who were called to the scene and were there, the eyewitness accounts of the people that were there, the other businesses nearby who have already decided that this is a problem place, the Chattanooga.com with John Wilson at the helm, the best reporter this city's ever seen, Barry Quarter's long, long tenure at the Times Free Press reporting about such things, mm. and and Mike Alfano, who was our guest in here talking about the man that was most affected by the fight that well, night. yeah, he's right next I'm door. Not, I'm not going to take Brian Joyce's word that every single person that I have just named and everybody in this room when we did the story on it, just talking to They're Mike and getting that we're all liars yeah. and that he's right. He closed down on purpose. He did it himself because he's that kind of guy. What a guy, what a guy. He's willing to take to take one for the team and do it right. But then again, he's also he's he's beginning to try to get the slant that if you use the term hip hop club, you're racist. He said it has nothing he to do with the style of the stuff. That. He didn't insinuate that. He didn't. Yes, he did. Oh, he's Abs- he's part of the woke he mob. Absolutely, my, did my podcast that. from yesterday. Yeah, yeah. They talk all about it. Not him. Hip hop is, not is a not we has nothing to. to do with black Fake and white. Fake outrage. Not it at is all. A, it is a lifestyle, and I'm telling you. I don't know what a Euro bar is. I have no idea that. what a Euro bar is supposed say, to be. I don't think but does I either. tell you what that place looks like. What it's <laughs> looks like an adult entertainment. It's logo. It's it's propaganda, it's promotional materials, everything that it does, everything that it advertises, the look, the feel, the form, the smell, everything is straight 1987 Brainerd Road. Oh, ah, that's not a good look. And that is Jeez. exactly what it comes across like. And, and, and so, those are all people who owners of establishments that remember Studio Fifty Four and wanted can, to recreate. It. You can call me a and liar, and but that's an opinion. Was nothing like that, that. Is my opinion. That's it. Look, it looks exactly like 
one of the places that used to be out there on Brandon Road that they shut down because it was a problem bar. I That's sure. the way you've come across looking. That's sh- my opinion. Sure do love getting stabbed in the parking lot. Shocked should be nobody. Shocked should be absolutely driving show. nobody. Tri-State Region's driving theater of the mind. Everybody's lying. Everybody's against him. Everybody's lying. Everybody's lying. And you know, I've been to many bars and clubs in New York in my youth, none of which looked like that. I've never been to a bar. I've never been to this bar. I don't know what the blue light looks like. I just know Brian Joyce is a Brian Joyce is a hack, blowhard, loser who um, is a liar. That's all. I, he's a he's fake woke, fake outrage a type. Hard. Trying yeah, a little hard. Trying a little hard. Trying a little hard. That was terrible. Streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wow. Radio Cast, Stitcher, Facebook, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, wherever you go for quality podcasts. Weekday mornings, Monday through Friday, starting at five a.m. And uh, yeah, please um, help us out if you get a chance. Let's move okay. swiftly the rest of the way here. If we don't, okay, don't mind. All right, I, I just have a, well, I have a lot of things, but I'm going to just make it short. Uh, do you remember in 2016 when the grandmother tr- attempting to text her son or grandson accidentally texted the wrong kid and invited him for Christmas dinner? Yeah, yeah I do remember. Thanksgiving yeah, 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 dinner? Yeah, yeah. Uh, very heartwarming. Uh, they've kept doing it. Yeah, they've apparently done, they've, they've done, done it for years now. They've done it every year. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah, and this neat. year, he's going to go. He's bringing his girlfriend and his family this year. Oh, how lovely. I just that's think, very neat. I think that's a very sweet little story. Yeah. Russell stole my Alzheimer's hell. vaccine. No, it's not. This kid was home, you know, I mean, he was not, he didn't have anywhere to go. Uh, it was nice. It was a nice uh, story. It's like a Michael Bublé song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Alzheimer's vaccine. That's great. Thank you, Russell, for filling us in on that. Yes. Um, Travis Scott has been hit with a $750 million lawsuit for everything that's happened over the last, uh, have over many weeks it's been now, Yeah. 125 fans, including one, uh, one of the families of whose you know family member passed away. Yeah, that's a lot. I don't have much to say about Travis Scott, but I do have one comment. Uh, back in the Salem witch trials, in order to get someone to confess that they were a witch, they used to put a board over them and pile rocks upon it. Yeah. Until they confessed. Yeah. And that's what I think should happen to Travis Scott. Uh, would you consider him a, a <laughs> hip hop artist? I guess. Hip-hop? Racist. I would. I ne- <laughs> I've I would never heard of Consider him music. a rapper. It's noise. Is that hip hop? I've never heard his music. I don't know. Call me an old middle aged white guy, but it's noise to me. An anonymous donor has chosen to invest in the Chattanooga Drive In Show because they're smart and they're good looking and they smell nice and they're just really good folks. And they gave their advertising time over to a few local organizations, including Chattanooga Girls Rock and A Step Ahead and Habitat for Humanity. We're going to try to get them in in the next uh, week and a half or so. This is the definition of chattacentric. Chattacentric, when you do something good and actually turn over all the good stuff to somebody else just simply because you're that kind of guy. And we appreciate that very much. Can I give two more things real fast? Chattacentric thing. Yes. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell is there now um, prospecting, you know, they're they're looking at prospective drawers. Mm I am very interested in this case. I look forward to watching her go down in flames. Me too. Uh, Megas- um, this, is, this happened in Australia. This is one of the reasons I left Australia. Employees at a reptile park in Australia were shocked when they received a huge funnel web spider in a Tupperware mm-hmm. container. Uh, its fangs are so strong that they can bite through a human fingernail. Ah! Uh, uh-huh. 
Yeah, I'm uh, not arachnophobic, phobic, but no, I don't no, like spiders. No, the, the, these are these are these are not your friends. No, no. doesn't the, sound like it. These are not your friends. So it you was do probably like a, it was probably a hunting I don't like spider. Any of those yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, and that's it, all. They're, 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 you don't want them on you or near you. No, you don't. All right, there you go. It's time for Russell Stroud, Russell the Love Muscle, to flex his muscle. Brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions. Put the dot com on the end of that, and basically you got all the information you need on how to deal with that distressed property that you've been trying to well, figure out what to do with. Or maybe you actually want to go out and invest in a piece of property, renovate it, and get into flipping. You know, she'll help you do that too. Robin with a Y, ring, rc2realtysolutions.com. Thank you very much. Russell, flex that muscle. All right. Well, this is going to be short and sweet. Uh, the situation on the border of Armenia and Azerbaijan went hot again over the week with a border skirmish leading to multiple deaths and several people captured. The Azeri side is ethnically Turkish, closely linked to the country of Turkey, which supplies it arms and allegedly personnel as well. The conflict is over the region called Nagorno-Karabakh. The Azeris and the Armenians have fought multiple small wars over this region since the breakup of the Soviet Union in the 90s. Armenia claims it as theirs. Azerbaijan claims it as theirs. Historically, the area has been occupied by ethnic Armenians, but it was recently recaptured by Azerbaijan, which almost immediately began destroying Armenian monuments and graves. And there were some photos that are not 100% uh, corroborated that show beheadings going on as well. The conflict between the two sides goes back generations, of course, with the most prominent black mark on their record being the Armenian Genocide, which absolutely did happen, no matter what Turkey says. Turkey still denies that it happened. Both ethnic and religious tensions ensure that this conflict may never end. I got a good one. All right. We've been kind of hurrying and jumping around and meandering and moving stuff i'm a this is mountains looking at each other it's the storytelling aspect of the podcast and this is not my story this was story i've mentioned this before and was surprised to find out that you guys didn't know much about it to be honest with you hmm. this is back at the old station jason was in there and out of the, all three of you none of you really knew that much about it the highlander school up in suwanee uh or mon eagle kind of uh, on the border of the two towns there up on the mountain uh, and the high, there's it, it was about this time there's this there's an anniversary that brings this back up it was about this time in 1931 Tennessean Miles Horton this is this is a big deal I, I this is a bigger part of American history than than most people realize and since they don't realize anything they ought to realize something <laughs> all right Miles Horton conceived the idea of building a folk school after he visited Denmark hmm earlier that summer in 31 and saw these schools in action. Uh, so Horton, a Georgian named Don West and a Floridian named Jim Dombrowski founded the Highlander Folk School, a 200-acre farm donated by women's suffragist Lillian Johnson. It's located outside Mon Eagle. See, Mon Eagle's the, the better-known town the, yeah. because the, the mountain is, is called Mon Eagle and everything, but it's really right on the edge of Suwannee. And I have been there where it used to be, and it's got kind of a magic feel to it, but most of it has been destroyed. All right? uh, it, was, it was a poor county in Tennessee, a settlement and a rural setting. It became one of the most controversial educational institutions of its time. 
started with social evenings at the big house. Highlander created two to eight-week classes helping woodcutters, coal miners, government relief workers, textile workers, farmers, and folks like that to protest low pay and unsafe working conditions. So conservatives in the local community started criticizing the Highlander's support for labor unions and unions themselves, and reprisals began in 1934. Blacks began attending its workshops. Evangelist Billy Sunday showed up one day in 1935, preached in Chattanooga on the subject of the Reds and the labor organizers in the Communist Reds and referred to a communist organization over there on the mountain. Author H. Glenn Thomas wrote a book called The Highlander Folk School, pointed out that fuel was added to the fire when the Chattanooga News and the Nashville Tennessean launched attacks on the school whose library contained copies of The Daily Worker, Mm. plus other labor and socialist papers. Again, information that is being put forth by your mortal blood enemy on the planet why wouldn't you want to have that information? <laughs> you'd think you'd want to. Why yeah. wouldn't you want to study that information? Know your enemy. I've read the Communist Manifesto. It doesn't make me a communist. As the, ta- as the taint of communism reduced much-needed contributions to a mere trickle, check it out. You've heard of Leadbelly before, right? Mm-hmm. Huddy Ledbetter, better known as Leadbelly, the blues legend, starred at a major fundraiser in December of 1940 in D.C., where he supported Cordell Hull, Harold X, Hugo Black, Eleanor Roosevelt, and they all took a trip to the Highlander School hmm. to help stabilize it. Adolf Hitler's invasion of Russia in June of 41 made it more acceptable to espouse a left-of-center ideology. Highlander turned in the 1950s to promoting civil rights, desegregation, and voter rights especially in helping Southern blacks register to vote. Rosa Parks attended a two-week interracial conference there in 55. Check it out. Martin Luther King Jr. attended Highlander in 57. There's several photographs of him there. And at that time, his detractors were saying it was a communist training school. Andrew Young went. John Lewis went. Ralph Abernathy went. Julian Bond went. Stokely Carmichael went. Solon Ice and the musician Guy Caravan was visiting and had a buddy with him named Pete Seeger. Wow. And they were sitting around picking, and they played a different version of We Shall Overcome. They kind of rewrote it on the spot, We Shall Overcome, kind of like the Kiss and Lionel Richie mashup that we had earlier. And Dr. King heard it and said, there's something about the way you play that song that just haunts you, and it became the anthem of the civil rights movement. And then J. Edgar Hoover, it got on his radar screen, and the Highlander was no more. Uh, The school itself still exists. They moved it to another state. And if you want to go up there, there actually is a website called highlandcenter.org, it's a fascinating history. I was just going to say, that is really fascinating. Highlandcenter.org, and you need to check it out. There's a new podcast all about being better versions of ourselves, sharing stories and lessons from our successes and failures. Bruce Dodd will help you walk through learning to be intentional with your money, time, 
thoughts, and relationships. TheIntentionalLivingProject.com. And I can do this fast. Regional Roundup brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. Excuse me. I'll, I'll cough this way this time, Russell. <coughs> I'll cough <laughs> on you. Jen instead. Jackson, Tennessee, you, you, you describe the scenario to me how this happens. A Tennessee police officer fatally shoots a man because he was being com- combative, combative yeah. inside a hospital emergency room. They How? had him in a hospital emergency room. How combative was he? Was the he? Patient? And Jackson Madison County General Hospital security officers were dealing with a the guy. They said he was combative. A TBI statement says a Jackson police officer showed up at the ER and an altercation became physical after the officer intervened to support the hospital staff. Hmm. Seemed like the staff was basically dealing with it. He showed up. I mean, he's in an ER. Do you know how many restraining devices they have in an ER? There's not a part of you they cannot strap down, and they're trained to do so. But preliminary information indicated the officer fired a single shot that mortally wounded Marcus Mann, 42. How, how does that happen? I, I don't know. Why didn't he tase the guy? Improperly trained people in the positions that they shouldn't I, have. I, I this mean, is where the defund the police people come all, in, which is a stupid terminology. It should never come up. But this, this is the point. People who are not qualified to have a firearm this on them. This is where That's ER, what this is. ER, and you said security guard, too. If this is not yeah, a police officer, no, ER security people, guard. ER people thing. are trained no, to, to subdue people. Do that. And then they have security people on that floor that are trained sure. to secure right. people. Well, it, and then a, a, an it's officer semantic. shows it's Somebody who up. doesn't know what they're doing. He just plain yeah. pulled his gun and shot the guy. Now, he may have been reaching for a, 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 a scalpel. I don't know. I have absolutely no idea but the investigation is definitely interested in finding out why a guy that should already have been subdued and probably heavily medicated had to be shot and killed. It'll right. determine whether or not he's suspended with or without pay. Uh, shotgun shout-outs, also part of the uh, regional roundup. Got just a few here, and these are from the Times Free Press. The um, perspective section comes out on Sunday, just 25 words or fewer kind of like tweets, just gives you a little idea of what people are thinking about. Why can't the states that insist on the 2020 election reviews pay for the cost of those audits and required equipment with state tax dollars? Did you realize that, that all the states that are doing that, they're using federal money to go back and recount <laughs> the votes? That's funny. We can't solve our problems by reelecting the ones who caused them. That makes sense. Well, then you better not vote for anybody. <laughs> Disclosure. CNN, MSNBC, Fox should say for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> Good call. No problem with Good that. Call. What would be your reaction to a huckster if he told you to sign immediately the sales documents and just read them later? Is D.C. any different? That is something my dad taught me. He said, anytime somebody is putting a pen in front of you saying, you got to sign now, you got to sign now, this deal ain't going to last it. You're going to miss it if you don't sign now. Walk away. Yep. Every single time. There is never a scenario 
where it is so time sensitive that you have to sign it right then. It's the and very there. beginning of that old Dr. Dre video. Sign your life. I, I mean your name yep. right here. Holidays are approaching, folks. Let's try to enjoy the last weeks of 2021 with family and friends. Awesome. Hold them close. That's what matters. Because it might be the last weeks I of our nation. I so forward to Rebecca coming home this weekend. I cannot tell you how lonely I have been just sitting up there on top of that mountaintop by myself with nobody to talk to. You're a surprisingly social person. Mm-hmm. All right. Top of the pops. And five benefits of being thankful. All right. Okay. I have a better one, but go on. You, you do yours. Okay. I was just going to say still got time. Tuesday uh, in the Times Free Press, Chattanooga mayor lays out a four-year uh, plan with focus on infrastructure and more. If yeah, you have I'm not right had done. a chance to read this article, it is very good. Um, uh, he talks about. Could be better. He talks about a $1.2 trillion federal infrastructure bill um, wanting to rebuild the um, the Walnut Street Bridge. Yeah, they're going to redeck uh, sandblast and repaint the Walnut Street Bridge right. by 2022, I think, or beginning 2022. Yeah, I think that's nice. Um, yeah. So just that. They're also just redoing a bridge on Wilcox Boulevard, and they're redoing a bridge on another one that yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, the, the Wilcox Bridge that goes from Wilcox over to Ash- to um, Amnicola. Yeah, and there's another one I can't remember the name of. Given the, the extra time that we took having fun uh, with Laura Ingram and the mashup and some other things that happened, kind of got a late start here. I said we were going to do a deep dive on the Chinese-Taiwanese Ty- situation, but let's blow that off for the time being. That can actually wait until tomorrow. I don't well, think anything's going to change. <laughs> Unless they invade tomorrow. I, don't, I was going to say, <laughs> it, it, if, 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 we, if we're not in here doing it tomorrow, that means there's something really bad happened, all right? Let me just get a shout-out for the Sports Barn with its three locations in our town. Been getting and keeping people healthy and happy and just helping families uh, have fun, just plain, simple, good old-fashioned American fun since 1979. Weight training, personal training, spinning classes, all kinds of workout classes, comfortable, non-threatening atmosphere, clean, and just uh, the sports bar. It's just, a, it's just a Chattanooga tradition, plain and simple. We'll keep deep dive for tomorrow and basically just say at this point, yeah, that's it. Um, uh, I think we got it all in there. I, I, I'm a, I am going to keep my my reasons for being thankful. Yeah, do that. They're not cheesy. It's timely. It's more of a psychological thing. It's about how it helps you to be more grateful, and it's something I've been working on a lot. Nice. I'm very serious about this. I'm, I'm very serious about this. And it's Thanksgiving being a week from right this moment, yep. That's right. Yep. we will be uh, with you next week, Monday, yep. Tuesday, and Wednesday. Wednesday, but not on Thursday and Friday. But will there will there be a uh, uh, an Arlo Guthrie? I I have appearance. to say, I have to say yes yeah. because I don't. I mean, again, I don't know what platforms are gonna. Kick have, this out. I have to. Uh, they, it's they, twenty minutes of algorithm there. If Jeff. they if they kick it out, they kick it out. I, I mean, the Steely I Dan say, on the front end, on up front. You know, I we know. can you know wiggle room on that. I'm just I saying. I think what we do is have a mini show, and then I'll just post yeah. the link to. And if they decide not to play it, then they we just know they hate Alice's our restaurant. I don't know. They, they I'm hate thinking America. About that. They hate Thanksgiving. <laughs> we just know we we'll we'll start the this particular platform hates Thanksgiving campaign. 
Bye, right. guys. No, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna say this for very. For and real. I will post pictures of the real Alice's restaurant. By the way, I, I have those. I am so thankful that this show has come together the way it has in the time that it has. It is virtually impossible. It is impossible that the four of us have been able to pull off what we've pulled off in the very short amount of time. Impossible is a pretty accurate word. <laughs> I, I'm like, yeah, serious. What the hell are you talking about, Jeff? Dude, we, we, Brian, we, you, you don't we, know, Jeff. Brian and I had a couple of conversations, and we're like, this isn't going to work, man. We quit, we, we quit well, at your old radio out. station <laughs> as a group. Well, Brian got fired. The rest of us quit. That was on August 3rd. At the end of right. July, at least. August third, yeah. and we started talking about, well, what the hell are we going to do now? We yeah, don't have any income. Day. We don't have any jobs. What are we going to do with ourselves? We started talking about doing a podcast. Started talking to people with the city, right. the county, the 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 workshop, uh, all kinds of movers and shakers around town, business people. Everybody had all these crazy ideas about what they wanted us to do, and it finally boiled down to. Let's just actually do a radio show in podcast form. Nobody's ever done it like that before. Talked to the city of Chattanooga. They were thinking about doing something very much like it themselves, but they weren't anywhere near close to getting started, and they were going to do it just weekly. And, of course, you know, being a city show, it would have been very fluffy and, you know, relentlessly boosterific and positive. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we just went ahead and jumped in. And by what what was it? Uh, August a couple 3rd, weeks later. Uh, September. We, we'd October hoped, 4th we had, was the first. We had, I remember because I was terrified hoped, of that day. We had <laughs> hoped to be started by my birthday, September 22nd. That was way optimistic. But only two weeks after that, October 4th, we begin. October 4th, November 4th. We've been doing this for basically a month and a half. We've been making payroll. People have been getting paid. They've been walking out of here with cash in their pockets. We've got sponsors. We've got supporters. We've got investors. We hit the Kickstarter spot. We're on every single platform you can possibly be on. Jen has figured out all of the technology that Bill Gates put together over the last 50 years. And Al Gore. Russell has been juggling a couple of different gigs at the same time. Brian Stone's been more dependable than he's ever been in his entire life with an, uh, an incredibly you know, complicated second gig that I know he wasn't sold on in the beginning. It was very plain. And, I mean, I mean seriously, what were, what were the chances that you guys thought we would see this date doing this show still with only one day where we got interrupted i can't think of any i don't want to say zero but pretty damn close to zero yeah. i am grateful Percent. i i i thank god every single day i do too i have a special place that i go to and i just sit there and say your will be done not mine we're a lovable albatross i hope to goodness that i'm doing and saying the right thing that i'm pleasing you something must be making him happy or maybe he's just setting me up for the big fall i don't know but every time i think we're about to bite the big one something happens and we get another extension on life 
and oh, I'm we're keeping, picking up momentum. I'm we're keeping, picking up momentum. I'm keeping y'all steady on the spiritual front. If it weren't for me, you guys would be in hell already. Uh, well, thank you. We appreciate <laughs> that very much. Struck by lightning right, sitting right here. I have, n- I have not been this grateful about something in my life in a long time, Aww. to be to be frank. Well, I'm grateful Other than for just you. the health of my family members, this has really been an adventure. Thank you for being part of it. <laughs>